go float around and, and have a good game every now and then. No, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot to be said about that. So, okay, so we we've we've kind of we kind of like walked the dog a little bit about the Sixers. So, just to kind of sum up what Anthony Foley believes, uh, they will they will not. So, are you saying that if they do not improve their seating, they will lose in the first round to the Boston Celtics, or do they have a chance to possibly move on if they improve their seating in this eight game regular season and play, say, Orlando or or one of the lower seeds. Do are they? I, have, think, I think they would need you know the, the basketball guys to really come through, and they would have to go seven and one or eight and zero, and have Boston lose a couple games, and maybe you could play uh, Miami or you could play Miami. I wouldn't even want to play Miami first round to be honest. No, either would I. Um, I would really want to see Indiana if anybody. I feel like that's really the only team that you would be able to see maybe in the four or five seed. For five first round of playoffs, that you'd be able to move on, but anything over that, their first four seeds, I don't think the Sixers have a chance. I really don't. Can Can you imagine a scenario where the Sixers do face the Magic in the playoffs and say Fultz lights it up? Can you imagine that I, here? That, no, I, I wouldn't even be mad about it. Honestly, it would be like a, a the, you know what I mean? A that would be some good. I, I know you're uh, one of one of your hosts that you work with, John Johnson. His, his head would probably explode. Uh, but, yeah. Oh man, I'd be all over him on that one too. So, all right. So the ceiling for the Sixers is not looking good. Uh, there are some people in Philadelphia that do believe in some plane of existence that the Sixers will make a run. I'm not one of them. Anthony Foley obviously is not one of them, and I think we're the we we're on, we're on the right side of that 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 argument. So. All right, Anthony, let's talk a little bit about the aesthetics of what the new NBA is going to look like or the new old NBA or the post-pandemic NBA. Uh, no fans, as you said, as, as we already know. No fans. Um, I believe if game seven of the NBA finals is – if it does go seven games, the finals – that game will be played on October the 12th. Then they would literally take a couple days off, have the draft, take a couple days off, start free agency, uh, start – uh, camp on November 10th ish, and then begin 2021 regular season on 10 December. Let's start first with the fans, Anthony. How do you feel that the product might or or will will not suffer suffer without fans at the, at, the, at in the playoffs? Um, I don't think the product will suffer. I think the players are still going to play the same. They're going to play just as hard. At the end of the day, they're still competing for a championship. I will think it'll hurt teams though. You know, like the Sixers that had the best home record, you know what I mean? So they kind of feed off the fans. Or I might hurt a team like Milwaukee who only had eight or nine losses, you know what I mean, and play well at home as well. So, but I think, you know, there's veterans, man. I don't think LeBron James, I don't think it has a packed out crowd or zero people in the stands. He's still got the same goal in mind. So I really don't think as far as, you know, fans, it's gonna be kind of like watching summer league. You know what I mean? It's a better product. <laughs> so, hey, so you just you you, you jog my memory on it's something. A game. There you go. It'd be like a G League game. Uh, you, you jog my memory, Anthony. There's a there's an old guy that sits down at the end of the Sixer bench in every home game. You know what I'm talking about? This guy's got like a beard. He sits there yeah, right. He's at, a season ticket holder. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's not. Yeah. Is he traveling with the team? I mean, is he gonna be down there with? 
with the Sixers in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, he technically yeah, sits on their bench. Yeah, anybody was going, he, he should be the one. Yeah, he I should definitely, definitely get my ticket to him. <laughs> for sure. Well, I can imagine. He's our, he's our, our Phil Nicholson, right? Yeah, Jack Nicholson. Um, yeah. He, uh, wow, I wonder how much those season tickets are right at the edge of the bench. Golly. Um, all right, so. So are you okay with, uh, you know, the compressed off season and then right into the 2021 season? And I guess they'll probably play like a 60 game season. Do you feel that any of these championships that these teams might win this year or and next year, do you think they're, they're cheap or they're not, uh, not as. Yeah. I don't, I hate, I, that word is, uh, that word has, has sunk with me. In the pandemic, we've we've heard words like self um, quarantine and social distancing, and the new norm. Asterisk is now one of those words for me too. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about the championship thing? Um, I mean, I think just because of the year that's going on, it will definitely be an asterisk next to it. But at the end of the day, everybody was dealt the same hand. You know what I mean? I mean, nobody nobody asked for this to happen, and you had. Was it eight games left? So you had seventy-five games, seventy-four games prior to that to to get your act together. So I don't want to hear it. Oh, we were, you know, we just got on a roll. It's not like the Flyers or something. You know what I mean? Who, who were the hottest team in hockey? I don't think basketball is really like that. I mean, yeah, you definitely gotta get hot at the right time. But um, as far as the championship, I mean, at the end of the day, we knew who's gonna win the championship. It's gonna be one of the LA teams or Milwaukee. You know what I mean? So is it really tainted? Because we knew that when the league started, when the season started. So I wouldn't say it's tainted at all. Okay. Uh, now, what about, like, from a team standpoint, like, say, for example, the Golden State Warriors? Man, I'm sorry. Once, I'm sorry. I have 1% battery on my phone, my man. So oh. I'm sorry if I, if I hang up. No, no, I, we can – listen, we can wrap up, man. I mean, that's that, that's cool, man. I appreciate you, you doing this, man. Um uh, Hey, listen, there's always there's always the next time, Anthony. I, I really do appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, and taking some time out of your very busy day. And, um, uh, anytime, man. I'm, I'm not busy at all right now. You know, I'm quarantined up. Really only working weekends, Friday through Sunday. So, you know, anytime we can talk sports or whatever, I'm more than happy. So, Brother, I'll come on anytime. You have, an o- <laughs> you have an open invitation anytime you want. So, Anthony Foley, WIP show producer. You can catch him on weekends on WIP. Uh, he's behind the scenes on a lot of things. Definitely part of that new school of, uh, of sports media people in this city. Anthony, man, thanks a lot for taking the time with me today. No problem, man. Anytime. Be safe, all right? All right, brother. You too. All right. That was Anthony Foley, who's bad, whose phone was dying. Uh, understandable. And um, he joined me uh, for a very good conversation about the Sixers. And, you know, I, he kind of jogged my memory on a couple things. Uh, I, I agree with his assessment of the NBA in terms of, listen, we already knew it was going to be, as he said, one of the LA teams or the Milwaukee Bucks. I hate to be, I hate sports like that. I hate to think like that. I hate to believe that the Orlando magic of the world, or in heck, in this case, the Sixers of the world can't get on that hot run and, and make, make a run. Now that would be outstanding and awesome and great TV and great for the NBA. If that could happen this summer. And, um, I'm sure people are going to be looking for that those headlines and and whatnot, but but yeah, I, I it's just great to have sports. It's just great to have the NBA and the NHL. They have gotten their act together, 
and they are they are making a great effort, more than a great effort. They've they've figured it out. They're coming back. And obviously, as we sit here on June the 9th, two thousand twenty, baseball is not anywhere nearer uh, returning than they were a week ago. Uh, matter of fact, today the uh, owners had proposed a um, seventy-six game season with a seventy-five percent prorate of the player's salary. Now, the last I have heard, the projections of that are that the the Players Association, the Major League Baseball Players Association, is going to straight up reject that, uh, which then puts everything back down to square one. So kudos to the NBA, kudos to the NHL, kudos to all the other leagues out there that are struggling to get back on the field or on the ice or back in the court. They're they're doing what is, is, is expected of them. And they are they are adding to our return to normalcy. Now, the question of baseball and where do we go? Or what do we do? And what is the future of baseball? Man, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a topic for another day. But it is a conversation that is dominating sports talk radio in Philadelphia, New York, Boston, everywhere in this country. It is a dominant conversation a topic and i'm i'm quite frankly sick of it i'm quite frankly sick of a bunch of billionaires haggling with a bunch of millionaires over a player's salary so i'll get on i'll I'll jump on my soapbox real quick and give you some rough numbers okay and i'll use the 76 game proposal that that major league baseball has um the owners proposed to the players today for example a player like bryce harper of the phillies Bryce makes $25 million, over $25 million a year. With this new proposal, Bryce Harper would make basically, if you itemize that $25 million down to 100, divide that by 162 games, which is the normal amount of games, Bryce Harper makes somewhere roughly in the area of $155,000 per baseball game. So if you take that number, and you use it with 76 games in mind, and then you 75% that number, it comes out to Bryce Harper would be making a little bit over $9 million for next season. For I'm sorry, for 2020, this season. If that is not enough to put food on the table at the Harper house, then maybe Bryce needs to relook his life and his lifestyle. I will never even see $9 million in my lifetime of making money. I mean, I'm struggling just like a lot of other families are these days. And Bryce Harper is going to sit here and tell me. Now, again, I'm not specifically saying it's Bryce Harper that's causing all this um, turmoil. But Bryce Harper did go on that little twitchy thing, whatever they call that twitch nonsense, and pretty much back up Blake Schnell and his comments that he had made in reference to you know, I'm risking my life, bro. So, so I really, um, I have a hard time, you know, showing sympathy or empathy to the players in this, in this situation. Not that I'm showing sympathy or empathy to the owners either. I just, I can't, uh, and, and I'm about done with baseball. So, as I said, kudos to the National Basketball Association and to the National Hockey League for um, really getting their act together and not not squabbling over all this. Now, I know everybody says, well, it's apples and oranges. You know, the NBA and the NHL, 
their season stopped at around 80% complete. And the majority of the players, well, all the players got the majority of their money. True statement. Absolute true statement. Whereas Major League Baseball never even got started. And you were looking at a basic, you know, pause from the very beginning. And it would have eventually cost them possibly more. and, And I got all that. But... But come on, man. I mean, we're talking a matter of, again, using Bryce Harper. I can't take a hit for nine. I can't get paid $9 million for just for 76 games worth of work, which is not even a half a season. Not even a half a season in the regular baseball way. So horrible. Absolutely 100% horrible. It is greed. It is pure greed. And I hate it. And I'm glad, as I said, the NBA and the NHL are on their way to greater and better things. And so am I. So that's going to pretty much wrap it up from here today. Uh, Again, Anthony Foley, a show producer on 94WIP in Philadelphia. You can find him if you're in the Delaware Valley on the FM side of the radio at 94.1. Or if you're not in the Philadelphia area, just hop on the radio.com app and search uh, WIP. Uh, he is, uh, as he said, does a lot of spot fill-in work on the weekends, uh, mainly on Saturday and Sunday afternoons. He's a good dude when you call up. He's uh, interesting. You talk to him. And uh, I've never uh, – I love talking basketball with him. And I would have loved to talk some more G League, some more G League with him. I wanted to hear more about the, the awesome G League. But – Again, we'll, we'll probably hit that next time. So that'll do it for me. Uh, I will be back uh, very soon. Uh, everybody continue to stay safe, continue doing the right thing, continue to speak out against injustice, but do it the right way. Change the system from within. You can do more damage to a system from inside of it than you can on the outside. And let's watch each other. Let's take care of each other. And let's make sure that we're doing the right thing and we can all get back to life as soon as possible. All right, I'll see you guys later. Wow.